Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. What is the plural of octopus? Is it octopuses, octopode, or octopi? What is it called when you're out for a nighttime swim and you feel something attach itself to your leg and you look down into the water to see a consortium of tentacles? And what do you call it when you go to work one day to find a new colleague who doesn't move like other people move, who clumsily stumbles on awkwardly filled shoes, who leaves puckered trails on tabletops and laptop keys? And through the gaps between their shirt buttons you see marble eyes staring back, and you realise it isn't a human being at all but a gathering of creatures from the sea. And what do you call it when you go to the zoo and there's a Pet the Octopus exhibition? And as you pet the octopus, it touches your temples of its tentacles and telepathically warns you of a coming war, that they've had enough, that they will storm our beaches, they will come through pipes, from toilets, drains, they will come through any and all water sources and they will fit through the tiniest of spaces. And there's nothing we can do about it. What is it called? And how do you warn your family and the world of the looming danger? Is it Octopuses, octopode, or octopi. Welcome to volume 82 of the other stories, octopuses, or 
octopoda, octopi. I'm not entirely sure. If you know how to say the plural of octopuses, it'll be very handy for the coming invasion. This month we have stories from Alex Wakeford, Georgia Cook, who has two stories with us, and Lawson Ray, and newcomer Tina Friedrich. I'd like to welcome her to the show with big, wide and open arms. Big, wide and multitudinous, puckered and prehensile arms. On the ration duties, we've got Justin Fife, Josh Curran, James Barnett, aka Jimmy Horace himself. And on editing duties, Duncan Muggleton, Carl Hughes and James Barnett, aka Jimmy Horace himself. In Patreon news, we have two new super-powered students or soldiers in the fight to take over the world. So prepare to taste the rainbow, smell the dream, and welcome to the super-powered Patreon team. Shay's Tech Tips and Walkthroughs. Thank you very much for becoming a patron. Shay's Tech Tips and Walkthroughs superpower is that they can launch any game or computer system and instantly know each and every little detail about it and they whisper game cheat codes in their sleep. And Shmuel C. Marlov, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced your name there, they can hold their face and transform it into any shape they want, be it another person's face for their uh, espionage hobbies, or into other shapes like triangles or spaghetti or cute little dogs. Thanks very much for becoming patrons. You will get access to monthly exclusive episodes, regular episodes a week early, along with access to the HNC library of ebooks and comics. And this month, you guys will be getting two brand new exclusive episodes. No Escape, which was written by Sarah Jane Justice and narrated by Erica Ventura. And here's the logline. Devon longs to escape the loneliness of an empty house after a breakup. Unfortunately, he was never alone. And you will also get the exclusive sixth episode of our Toy Factory miniseries titled Oak 55. And it's all about the shady Reddit figure from episode one. So if you want access to those two episodes, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Lastly, every now and again, I like to pop a spotlight on some of our more frequent collaborators. You know, burn their sclera. Um, which bit of the eyeball is the sclera? I think that's like the, the skin bit, right? <laughs> yeah, burn their sclera, um, make them talk, reveal secrets, or roll on their criminal brethren. Or, you know, just tell us a little bit about their creative practice. Today, I'm really happy that we get to speak to Georgia Cook. Georgia is a writer and narrator, and you may remember her as the voice of May from our 2022 Halloween series, The Toy Factory, or you might remember her storytelling with amazing works like Shut In, Darling Johnny, Skin Deep, Mary Mary, The Hand of Glory, and The Safe. So, Georgia, you've had a bunch of stories featured on the podcast. Do you have any personal favourites? Personal favourites of my own? I do love Beneath the Temps, which I think was the first one you guys published of mine. Uh, it was my first attempt at kind of a Lovecraftian-style horror, and I remember being so, so excited when it was accepted, because I'd wanted to be on the podcast for so, so long. So, yeah, that's got a special place in my heart, plus it's just, it's a bit gruesome, and a little bit dark, which is what we like. Hmm. And do you prefer writing or narrating? 
I love both. I really do. Uh, I love trying to put my own spin on the list of themes you guys send out each round, and then getting to see and interpret how another writer got along with the same prompts. And I've had the privilege of narrating some really cracking stories. So it's such good fun to be on both sides of that process. And it's been so good to stretch my narrative legs doing narration for the podcast. Can you tell us where the inspiration for Skin Deep came from? Oh gosh, Skin Deep. I think I went in wanting to write a story for the theme, which I believe was surgery horror, which wasn't too gory or exploitative of medical conditions, which is something I'm always really aware of, especially when writing horror is exploiting that bend of horror that can become very cheap and um, you know, punching down and well, just exploitative really uh, I suppose is the best word for it uh, and I really loved the idea of exploring Hollywood and that weird surreal bubble that Hollywood and acting kind of lives in and who can go wrong with a body full of eyes really that's just it's good fun and what did you get up to when you're not writing or narrating spooky stories uh i'm actually a cartoonist and character designer for kids tv in my non-horror life so this is a slight departure from my day job Hmm. okay and where did you first hear about the other stories I think I first heard about the other stories on, oh, it might have been the horror tree, when I was sort of scoping around at the start of wanting to write things for places to send stories to, and I'd recently come off of listening to a lot of the Magnus archives, so I was really into anthology horror podcasts at the time, and I listened to a couple of episodes, I can't remember which ones, and I was just like, oh, I love these guys they've got some good stuff going any advice for aspiring creatives it's going to sound like a bit of a cop-out answer but write just write things uh, and but learn how to finish them even if they're not fantastic or exactly how you pictured them going learn how to have a finished product and then you can put it aside and then you can pick up the next one and then the next one and the next one and then slowly your stories will become more of what you want them to be and then also you can go back to the original ones and with new hindsight be like oh now I know how to fix this now I know how to make it more the way I want it to be I think that's that's probably what I would have benefited from hearing the most when I first started writing any of a favorite podcasts as I mentioned before and this might be slightly out of date And I haven't finished it yet, so no spoilers, but I adored the first few seasons of the Magnus Archives. I think that podcast sort of single-handedly kicked me into writing my own stories, and I listened to it at a very not great time of my life, so it means an awful lot to me. And if you like more spooky, spooky things, I highly recommend it. Excellent. And what's on the horizon for your creative work? I think... These will be out by the time this episode airs, but I have my first full script audio drama out with Big Finish for the 11th Doctor in October, called, I think the box set is called Geronimo, and my story in it is called The House of Masks, 
and I have a story in an upcoming found footage anthology called Found, which I'm super excited for. I think that's the latest stuff. Lastly, where can we follow you and your work? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at at Cooked, and on my website at georgiacookwriter.com. Thanks again for joining us, Georgia. You got every single one of those questions correct. Well done. Nine out of nine. Ten points. If you're listening to this and you have any follow-up questions, be sure to reach out to any of our social media platforms or to Georgia herself over on Twitter at Georgia Cooked or over on her website at georgiacookwriter.com. So that's it from me. I will speak to you soon. Enjoy volume 82 of Diva Stories. Oct... Octopus, octopode, octopi, lots of octopus. Yeah. Until next time. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.